0: All right guys, I think we're back. Let me turn the echo off. I was just checking to make sure that we're still streaming out there. YouTube sent me a note. They uh they said uh heads up, we've detected audio in your stream belonging to someone else. Your stream. I don't know. It, it went away. It went away. Anyway, I think we're still on. You guys watch it. if it goes off, let me know uh in the chat room. <clears throat> Hey, welcome to uh, Amateur Radio Roundtable. This is a show about <laughs> show about shortwave, uh, ham radio, electronics, and uh, man, we we got some fun things to talk about tonight. Uh, if you're out there listening on international shortwave, uh, you're listening to us on WBCQ on seventy-four ninety out of Monticello, Maine, and uh, hey, send us an email, please. Send us an email. Let us know. How you are, you know, hearing us tonight? Send that email to Tom at w5kub.com. You can also also watch the show on Tuesday nights uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern time, just by going to w5kub.com and uh, clicking on uh, Live Video and Chat, and it'll bring the show up. So, yeah, I don't know. These policy violations, you know, <clears throat> they don't mean a whole lot. We have a license with BM, uh, BMI Broadcast Music Industry out of Nashville where we pay uh, We pay yearly, we file quarterly uh, all the music we play on the Internet, and our license is supposed to cover it. But guess what? There's nobody at YouTube to talk to. They're all robots up there, and nobody can speak, you know. I can't speak robot talk. So, anyway... They usually flag it every every week they flag it you know copyright 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 copyright, but most of the time it says, "Don't worry, there's no problem the 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 owner is just watching your webcast and he may decide to put a commercial or something on uh but every now and then I get one that says, "Your video is blocked in Russia uh, I get that quite often so uh, they don't like the music we play uh and Russia usually gets blocked um uh, you know i I don't know I don't know so as long as we're still going i'm 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 happy here hey um if you will click on the subscribe button uh subscribe button subscribe button it's it's down there somewhere I'm not pointing exactly at it but uh if you will. Click that subscribe button. It'll greatly help us out there. we we'll really appreciate it. Uh, join, our, uh, join our Facebook group. It's called w5kub.com. No, it's not. It's called w5kub. Uh, just join that, if you will, and uh, we'd love to have you. We have about 14,000 members in that Facebook group, and uh, we just, we'd really, really love to have you there. Again, we're on uh, weekly. We're on uh, WBCQ. I'm sure they've got snow like this up there. And, of course, we're on every podcast carrier out there, iTunes, uh, Google Play, uh, Spreaker, uh, iNet Radio, and all of them out there. So, let's see. I think that's about all the preliminary announcements uh, we need to make. We've got... uh, we got a good show tonight, I think. Uh, hey, Britt's got something he wants to show us a little later. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, Glenn is back from Hamcation. And uh, he's back, and he's going to show us some pictures and have a good time and tell us uh, about everything there. Uh, we're going to mention the upcoming Hamfest here. The Trenton Hamfest is coming up. And uh, let's see, what else? Trenton. And uh, there's another one or two. Russellville. Russellville, and I think there's a few more. We're going to talk about that, and uh, you know, I'm going to throw this in here. This came up today, guys. Here, look, look at this. Look, 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 man. Look, look. Now, you guys may not believe in these things. You guys may not believe in them, but I'm going to tell you. I won't, I'm going to tell you later if I believe in them or not. You know. Well, I will tell you right now, I do believe in them because I can make these things find anything. I can think mouse and I can make these suckers find a mouse and I can think keyboard and, and, and find keyboard. I, anything I think, I can make these things find it. So we're going to talk a little about this a little later, not not spend a whole lot of time on it. Hey, we got a video from Jim. Jim is not doing real good, guys. Uh, yeah, keep Jim in your thoughts and prayers. You know, Jim is going through uh, uh, chemo and he's been very sick and uh he's uh pretty much in a hospital like every week and getting transfusions every week. Uh so uh you know keep keep him in mind here. But we've got a video. He's done a couple videos uh the last uh week or two. You know, if we have time we're gonna show one of those. Oh, let's see. Okay, okay. Um looks like Glenn's up there first. So Glenn, how you doing tonight, man? And um you look you look completely uh refreshed man you know
1: it was good uh just absolutely had a blast down there um i went down the day before and uh spent the day with a friend at uh, universal studios uh we did a back to the future escape room which uh was definitely a lot of fun and uh Then the Ham Fest itself was absolutely fabulous. You know, saw all my friends and ran into Katie there and a couple other folks that we'll see in the picture. And uh, it it was a really, really good Ham Fest. And uh, Tom, um, I'm kind of glad you weren't there because that let me and Joe Eisenberg clean up on the the, the door prizes. Well,
0: I want to tell you something. I watched probably... 10 or 12 hour-long videos of Hamcation walk-arounds, and I never saw you. I never saw Dwayne. I never saw Katie. You know, I don't know where you got. You guys may have been at the bar. I don't know. But after all those walk-arounds, I never never saw you, man.
1: Well, first of all, I'm nobody. The YouTubers aren't going to take a picture of me. I don't exist, you know. So that's cool. But uh I'm surprised you didn't see Katie because everybody was running up and saying hi to Katie.
0: Yeah. What uh what'd you win?
1: Um I won one of the uh QRZ one. Oh well, actually, you won a QRZ one. I did not win this. I actually won the Inteletron seventeen foot whip and Joe Eisenberg won three of these. Oh gee. And he wanted the whip, so I traded Joe Eisenberg the whip for this radio oh boy and then as something we can do in the future i also won the general class license test manual
0: okay and i think
1: um i think i need to send this over to hambot and let him take care of this for me
0: well you know i got my license what 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago. I probably couldn't pass the test now. It's all changed. You know? I probably couldn't it's all It's all changed. It's all digital this and digital that and all this new stuff. I, I couldn't pass it. So, But I'm, sh- I'm anyway. sure
1: you've got some readers that would love to have this. Yeah, so we'll that, get that, Hambot to give that, this one out. That up. would
0: be a great great one to, to, to give out there. Okay. Well, we're we'll, uh, looking forward to hearing uh, from you in a few minutes and uh, getting a report there. Hey, uh, let's go out to uh, Brett there. Hey, Brett. C- come on in here and say howdy doody to everybody
2: Uh, oh, good evening Tom everybody yeah. uh, I'm just back from New York City where I uh I managed to managed to celebrate the Lunar New Year in Chinatown and Whoa. went to see the uh, Broadway show spam a lot
0: I should say Kong he fat chowey to you now uh when did you leave up here?
2: I left uh, last week about oh, okay. uh, one day, and uh, then spent the spent the whole weekend there. And Chinatown was mobbed. They had dancing dragons and everything else. And then I went up to Koreatown, where they were celebrating the Korean Lunar New Year at the same time, and yeah. uh, yeah. Korean food, and it was fantastic. Well, and I got back just in time because now on the East Coast, they're they're having a blizzard.
0: Well, did you get any lucky money while you were there?
2: Um, well, I got, uh, got got a little bit for my birthday. but
0: Okay, uh, okay. Uh, I know, uh, you know, I uh, I had people that worked for me a number of years in Hong Kong, and Chinese New Year was always big for them, and everybody gave everybody little envelopes with money in it. It's called Lucky Money. So I I I thought maybe you would have come back with a bunch of lucky money. Anyway, oh. hey, it sounds like you missed the snowstorm up there.
2: Uh, yeah, well, I missed the snow in Laramie, and uh, it was beautiful weather in New York City. It was about you know, 40s, and 50s. It was perfect timing for for once. It was perfect timing, and so I really enjoyed that. And now I'm back uh, doing radio work, just before the next snowstorm in Laramie, which ought to be coming next day or
3: two.
0: Wow, we had some snow last night. Big old flakes came down in the rain, but uh, all that all that big snowstorm was north of us. But uh, we did get snow. It didn't didn't even stick on the ground or the sidewalks or anything. It it kind of stuck to the cars and the windshield, but that was it. And it was gone after just a, a few minutes there. Glenn, do you get any down here where you were? Getting snow down here?
1: I don't know. I was it was cold enough, but I was still on Eastern time yeah. and yeah. I was used to the mm-hmm. nice warm temperatures. We didn't have a drop of rain down there this weekend. It was, you know, in the seventies and coming home <clears> and it was dirty something last night so i was under a blanket Yeah, you know all right. just
0: Well trying hey, to stay warm so well, i didn't
1: look out the window
0: all right you can tell us all about it here in just a few minutes <laughs> okay guys and hey brett's gonna uh, talk to us about a neat little deal he's got there um yeah it looks pretty interesting i might have to i might have to get one but uh hey just to start the show off i want to know if anybody out there owns a pair of these does anyone out there own a pair of these I want to know, I mean, I know it's not ham radio related, but I have found these things can find ham radio equipment. For instance, uh, I'm going to put this handy talkie right in front of me, right here. And I'm going to take these things. Oh, it almost hit me in the eye. Now, you notice they're, they're not crossed right now. They're not crossed. But as I, let me move this microphone. But, you know, as I swing, now I'm looking for radios right now. As I swing over toward the center... They're up. Star- oh, they crossed. They crossed right there over that radio. Up oh, there. Now they're, they uncrossed. they uncross. Let's come back. Let's come back. There they go. Right over the radio, they crossed, and they're coming apart right right there. Now, I can find anything. I can think mouse. I can think mouse. I got some several several mice here. And look, if you think this, you can find mice with it. You know, I'm just gonna kind of go this way. Now, why? I'm not moving my hands, guys. I'm not tilting them. This thing's working on its own. I don't know some kind of magnetic uh, something, uh, you know, energy. But I'm going over up. Oh, look at man. I mean, it was solid. It's solid over the the mises here. So anyway, now I want to know. And these are made, These are made out of special clothes hangers uh you gotta have you gotta have the, don't use a white hanger uh don't use aluminum hanger it's got to be this type of material or it, it won't work um so um i want to know how many i, I want to know how many in the don don you got it yeah uh, dousing rods i think they're also called divinity or something what do what, you know what i'm talking about uh, glenn
1: divining rod. Divining
0: rod, something like that. Okay, so I want to know how many in the chat how many in the chat room believe these work. I mean for real. How many how many of you guys now there's going to be somebody in there that believes they work. And you know, I hey, I'm not going to badmouth you. That's your own opinion. Uh, I've got my own opinion. These things work great for anything I want to find mice, radios, uh, you know. Now, he, here's here's where I know they work. And, and since Glenn works for this company, the, the Light, Gas, and Water Company in Memphis. You I used wonder, to. I, oh, that's, that's right. That's right. You used to. Uh, I, I, I want to bring Glenn in here a minute. Now, Glenn, uh, I saw a light, gas, and water crew out in public, and one of the men were walking across the yard with the dowsing rods. He was walking across the yard trying to find a water pipe with this. Now, don't they have better equipment for finding water pipes instead of dousing rods?
1: Do you really want me to answer that question publicly?
0: Well, I don't know. just <laughs> up to you, man.
1: Um, they may have better equipment, but they probably don't have anybody who remembers how to use it.
0: Well, th- um, this guy but... was using it, and I—I I suppose they found some. He was walking across yards. I imagine. I imagine he got within 10 feet of a water pipe well yeah
1: you know, now pipes, you ask the pipes question, are these real or not yeah and yeah. my first question back is did you find the design for these on the internet
0: no i just uh I, I just made me a couple i didn't go to design or nothing i mean i i think you can make them any length you want you know what but use use. it's got to be a good material now you don't use any you know
1: well, I understand. The reason I asked that is if you had found it on an internet website, yeah, then it absolutely has to be real.
0: Well, the reason I said it's like my wife was, she's watching all these YouTube videos, you know, and and I looked over there and there was this guy walking around, you know, with this, and and she was looking at that. And I said, I said, you don't believe that, do you? And she says, well, he said it has to be a special type. Rod, and, and yeah, I mean, and I said, you gotta be kidding me, you know, so I gave her like a hundred demerits right on the spot, man, I mean, but that's where I saw it this morning, she she saw it on the internet, and I mean, she's pretty smart, I, I oh man, oh, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I better not say more.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it, now would be a good time to stop digging.
0: Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, well, I, hey, I also think these things will find sewer pipes, but you got to put something in them and flush it, and then as the flush goes through them, right? Uh, you, you know, you can find them with this. Okay, now, anybody want these? I, I can mail them to you. I don't know what I'm going to do with them now. Ah, oh, let's see. <laughs> okay. Ah. Uh... Yeah,
1: Hal says if you can demonstrate that you can make it work, you can earn yourself a million dollars.
0: I just hey guy, I, I can demonstrate it all day. I can make it find whatever I want. I just made it find a handy talkie. I made it find a mouse. I can make it find anything I want just by thinking. Now, you know, I use the medulla oblongata up here, and it connects through nerves and somehow signals through both hands. You got to get both hands synchronized. And send that down here, but but oh. they they work, they work.
1: You've got to have a functioning brain for this to work.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nope. Hey, that you, leaves me hey, out. The, uh, the common person cannot use these. I, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm out. I mean, you no, know, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna <laughs> do it. Okay, so um, let's do this, Glenn. Um, whew, uh let's talk about Hamkasher, man, and uh, tell us a little about what went on down here.
1: All right, well, if you'll let me share my screen here.
0: Well, it's on share. It's up to you.
1: All right, let me find the pictures first. Um, I think that's going to be them. And we will see. <coughs> well, oh. just as proof, once it comes up, my system runs very slow these days.
0: When are you going to get off that XP?
1: soon as i get a chance to slow down
0: all right
1: well you should now be
0: seeing well let's see here let me see if i can get you and brent kind of moved off. there we go there we go and i i need to get off here too so uh, bang. there you Beb- go boom.
1: there's katie and Dwayne behind her yeah, and yeah, gordon yeah. west as well
0: yeah okay cool uh,
1: gordon's now part of a with his uh licensing guide Uh, coming through a double RL now. All right. But there is your proof that Katie and I were in the same place at the same time.
0: All right. Well, Katie had said she was going to take pictures of all her friends and everything there. And she was going to try to come on the show and, uh, and give us a report. So maybe, maybe the next few weeks, Katie might come on here with uh, some pictures now. Well, there's yeah. the, there's the cat in the hat right there. There's the cat in the hat. Yeah, yeah. Joe
1: Eisenberg, uh, he did fabulously well in the drawing. Uh, I think he won in the end like six or seven drawing prizes. He won three of the QRZ one radios. Yeah. Just a whole assortment of stuff, and uh, yeah, he he was having a good time down there. We spent some time with him, and uh, oh, this was the day before. This was at Universal Studios where we did the escape room and everything. The escape room? Uh, Oh, no. We did the Back to the Future escape room, and there was my accomplice with me. Uh, This is an old high school friend that every time I go down to Orlando, we get together and we go do some fun stuff the day before. And this year it was Universal Studios and the Back to the Future escape room.
0: All right. Did you you get out? Did you escape?
1: We actually got out and we got a good score. So, yeah, it was it was pretty good.
0: Right. will they let will they let you out after a certain amount of time if you don't make it? Yeah, if
1: you don't get it, they will eventually let you move on.
0: Okay, well, that's that's good but to know. But we
1: we did really good. Good to know. And uh, this is uh looking out uh, from the or yeah, from the area near the food court they've got outside towards the grassy part of the uh of Hamcation where the, they have some of the uh swap vendors this is hey, inside.
0: hey 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 glenn let me let me let's step back a minute you yeah were, you were near the food vendors i watched some videos and guys walked by showing it everything was i don't know if this is right or not everything was 18 uh, you know a corn dog was 18 dollars. a hot dog was pretty eighteen dollars. yeah wow wow everything was pretty like, much
1: every meal was around that price in the whole town Woo! man but i will t- tell you the food in that food area was outstanding Good. Everything good. I got there was very good. And right. of course now this is the Swaps building.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh and you can see it, it and this was like I believe this was Friday, it was packed wall to wall on Saturday.
0: It it um, looks like to me they made the aisles wider this year. I, maybe I'm The aisles
1: were a little bit wider. Yeah. Uh it didn't feel as crowded. Yeah. But just tons of good stuff. I bought a lot of stuff. So, I mean, literally I had 18 pounds left Mm. of space in my suitcase when I went down. I came back and I had three pounds left and I had some stuff shipped uh, from the vendors to me because I would have gone over my weight limit,
4: Mm.
1: which was 50 pounds. So, uh, and, you know, my backpack was full of stuff as well. So, yeah, I bought a lot of stuff down Mm. there, a lot of good stuff to be had couple new vendors as well uh this is another picture of the of the swaps building and uh, just lots of good equipment and stuff there as you can see they uh that's a drone there to the left and don't recognize that thing in the center but it looks like uh, a piece of test equipment of some kind and a couple, of course a ups or two uh, but just all kinds of good stuff in that that area
4: mm-hmm.
1: and then this is Again outside. Um uh, trying to think. This is looking down the uh the grassy part of the of the swap area. Um again, this was Friday, nowhere near as crowded, but they had a full house in terms of vendors and people. Uh this is one of the uh, Native American crafts um uh, vendors they had there. Um there's was our there's our Pota ducks these are actually mm. belonging to n1duc and uh they were there at the fest as were very well behaved and very cool ducks um uh, and then this is the lake on the back side of the the field this is the early part of my forum by the time the forum started we had a full packed house good it went over very well and was a lot of fun I'm going to be doing it again in Dayton. So y'all plan to come see me in Dayton. They promised me that I'm going to have the big room in Dayton this year. So nobody will get turned away like last year. And this is the sign vendor they had there. I really love these etched lighted signs and uh, did not get one this time, but I'm seriously thinking about getting one uh, in Dayton. Mm -hmm and this is one of the the vendors there a, a big focus on disaster planning recovery and things of that nature uh, they had uh, momo antennas from uh, italy there and they have a really nice looking portable beam set setup uh, that i may have to have to look into here's the the prep com folks they had a a huge booth area there a lot of good stuff there and now we're getting into i believe this is saturday similar picture right outside the food area and uh, you can see it was nice and wide you never really got the feeling of crowded but you know crowd was as big or bigger this year than previous years
4: mm-hmm.
1: and again this is saturday right around lunchtime and uh just Just absolutely beautiful weather. It was sunny and cool. It was in the low 70s, high 60s the whole weekend. Not a drop of rain. Just absolutely wonderful. And you can see just how many RVs and everything was there. This is a huge event for RVs. I mean, just probably 100-plus RVs were there this weekend. This is looking...
0: My my take on this was it is so spread out that there's probably a lot i never got to 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 see it was just so far to go to walk to you know
1: yes i actually had a pedometer with me and i walked an average of three miles each day yeah and yes i saw everything they had there because the stuff saturday was different from friday And so I made it a point to go through everything twice. And then on Sunday, I was still finding things that I didn't see on the previous days. Hmm. So, yeah, I walked the whole event end to end all three days and it's about a three mile walk. Hmm. And I, I actually blew out a pair of sketcher shoes. Um, they're, they're not going to make it to another ham fest. (laughs) (laughs) They literally wore themselves out.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, and there we are, that's back to Katie. So that's, that's the Orlando hamcation in a, in a nutshell. If you have never gone, you really need to, um, in my opinion, it's one of the, the top three ham fests in the country. Uh, it ranks right up there with Dayton and Huntsville. And I don't ask me to put them in any particular order because they each have their own flavor and, uh, you know, Orlando is an absolute great place to be in the winter. With the weather we had this weekend, the food, the people, it's great. So next up is going to be Dayton, although we've got the the others here locally, the Trenton I'm going to be going to. And I'm really seriously looking at going to the Russellville Ham Fest here next month as well. All right. So that's that's, uh, Hamcation for 2024.
0: All right. So uh, you can go ahead and turn your share off so we can see you. Uh, uh, There's a question. They give you a map, like they do for the uh, Hamvention. Um, you know, Hamvention. There is a Hamvention, map
1: on their website.
0: Yeah, you but got that's the, you pretty got, much it. You basically got the floor plan. It shows the space numbers outside and inside. Yes, and
1: it's actually in the program as well. Yeah. So yes.
0: Okay. Uh, I guess you'd have to print it off before you go, probably. But the, but on. the layout okay. is
1: very easy to to work from. You yeah. know, it's. You've got the main building, and then across from that is the smaller building where the uh, mm-hmm. raffle tickets go, and then beyond that's the, the swaps building, and then everything else is out in this big open field uh, for all of the, the swap vendors and everything. And you know it's it's full. I mean, it is three miles worth of walking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Hey, thanks for the report, man. Looks like oh, a lot of fun. It.
1: And I'm gonna be going back next year, so
0: well, they'll they'll look, hopefully well, they'll, they'll let me come down, down and there. do
1: a forum there too.
0: All right, so hey, while we're talking about Hamfest here, um, the Hamvention is coming up. Glenn's already said he'll be doing a forum there. We're not, we're not going again this year. You know, we went 40 straight years to ham Hamvention, and uh, it's a long, you know, it's a, a thousand mile round trip, uh, pretty costly. And, uh, the last 20 years, we basically were behind a camera and tried to do, we worked the whole time, never got to really see anything. Um, but we've decided not to go back again this year, but I would like to do this, but I'm going to need some help. Uh, I'd like to have a Hamvention Marathon webcast this year on Saturday, kind of like we did last year. I will, I will give out a lot of prizes to our viewers. But I need about 10 volunteers that can help us as remote reporters there at Hamvention. And when I say volunteers, if I could get 10 people and you could give us just 30 minutes in the morning and maybe 30 minutes that afternoon as you walk around, just show us what you're looking at as you walk around. You know, Not anything uh, difficult to do. If you want to be on longer than that, you can be on for a couple hours if you want to. And with our, with our program we've got, we can bring multiple cams up again. And we can have four, five, six different shots going of a uh, hand benching it all the time. And then when we want to focus in on one certain area, we can bring them up full screen. Uh, and it doesn't require any special equipment. You can do it with your smartphone. Uh, we're going to try to provide Wi-Fi outside through Starlink. Uh, if not, uh, last year uh, uh, the uh, the telephone um, connection worked a little better than the Wi-Fi out there. It's such a large place, so if you got a smartphone, you know, with the, with the camera in it, that's all you need to walk around and stream back into our show. So, you know, I want to give away a lot of prizes. I want to have some good content, different camera shots, different people walking around, different things going on. But I need about 10 people. If I only, and I've got, right now, I've got one volunteer that's going to be up here. And that's uh, uh, Jeff uh, N3VE. He's going to be helping us. I don't know if he's in the chat room tonight or not. Let's see. Uh, I don't see him. But uh, I've got one person. If I only get two people or three people, that's not enough really to do the show. Because what happens is you get one person. He's going to give me 30 minutes Saturday morning and 30 minutes Saturday afternoon. And what are we going to do the rest of the day? You know, so I wanted high impact. I, I need, I need you. get, I need help. You guys join our show. Be part of our show. If you going to Dayton, if you going to Dayton and, uh, you know, get your smartphone out and we'll give you a connection. All you got to do is connect to a link I send you and you're on the show. And um, it'll be two way. We can talk to you. We'll hear you. And, um, I need, I need about 10 people. So I'm going to keep mentioning this for the next, uh, month or two, because, uh, I mean, if we get close to Hamvention and I don't have the help, I don't think we can do it. And I'd hate to round up, uh, hate to round up all those, uh, prizes and not have a show, you know, let's see. Yeah. W8LV he says he'll try again you know there were some audio problems last year but hey there's gonna be some audio problems there's gonna be some different problems but you know let's try it guys and uh, thank you LV for uh for mentioning that yeah you're one of them that helped us last year I think we had like three people last year and uh we just need more people more well
1: here's another easy thing you can do you can get a cheap hour out of this by having somebody set up one of those cams in my forum and you can play my forum live right there. We
0: could we could do that. We could definitely do that if I can get somebody to do it. If, if
1: somebody can record it for or play it Not, for you. Yeah, yeah,
0: just stream it. If we can get somebody to but stream it. Now, that'll be a
1: free easy hour for you all to get credit and you know, get special HamBot prizes now, or whatever Tom's got planned.
0: The problem there is inside the building the phones may not work well. The that's phone that's true too. Yeah. So it might require, you know, you have an internet connection there. I don't know we'll just have to we'll just have to see. It's going to be hit and miss on some things, but we we expect that. So um, you know, uh Mark Mark P, uh our 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 main guy there at uh there at Zenia, he always sets up outside. And he uh provided us again last year with Starlink and he sets up uh, uh internet out there. Uh, that will, that will become our focal point. He's right there on the Southwest corner of the, uh, of the track. And, uh, you know, if you need to charge your phone, you can go by there and get a quick charge on your phone. Uh, we will have, uh, one camera going in his booth and we'll probably try to have, we'll try to have, uh, a, a sky cam, you know, maybe a 30 foot mast up with a camera at the top where we can rotate it and we can we can look at the outside flea market. So we'll have Skycam on, but we need we need help. So I I can't say it anymore. We need help.
1: Yeah. Tom, I got one more little quick thing All right, here. go right ahead. Uh this has been this started just before Hamcation, and it's continuing. It's starting to look really really good for both of my new books to be coming out around dayton or before dayton this is actually the fourth chapter of that book the editing piece of wow. it
0: hey, that's awful we've, big book
1: we've got six chapters edited at this point out of the 20 something and so once that editing is complete uh you do the fi- final layout and off it goes to the printer so there's a very strong possibility then not only one of my books will be available at Dayton, but both of the new books will be there.
0: All so right, so that's something else that's to
1: keep your eyes peeled for.
0: Great. All right, very good. Um, okay. Let's um, uh, let's do this. We'll be back in just a minute, and we're gonna we're gonna bring uh, Breton here, and he's got a secret invention or something here, a tool, I think that. That we all may want to get, so we'll bring him in here in just a moment. Uh, we'll be right back. Don't go away. Keep the competitive contesting edge with ICOM. Our innovative and high-power base stations cut through pile-ups, letting you work the bands and record those contacts. Heard it, worked it, logged it. The IC 7300 is an industry first, using RF direct sampling system in an entry-level HF radio. This compact, high-performance and innovative transceiver will far exceed your expectations. The real HF fun starts here. The 7300 has RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope, and an SD memory card slot. For further information about ICOM radios, go to www.icomamerica.com slash amateur. all right and we we're back okay let's see how about a pop-up zapping tool oh, those are already out there man just put you an extension on your browser i guess oh uh, hey uh brett come on in here and uh i want to see what you got there I uh, uh, talk to us about it man
2: hello tom Good evening, everyone. Um, well, I thought, uh, as has been my my want lately, I'm showing off some some gadgets that I find useful. And here is a gadget that has really saved my derriere a couple of times. Um, I like I need a lot of cables for my shack. And one of the things that I really that I really hate is making them. It's a pain in the neck never seem to strip everything to the right length, never seem to get the connector on straight. It's, uh, you know, again, tends to be a problem. So I finally found some tools that that help with that. And I'm gonna talk about one of them, particularly this evening, which is a unique patented invention that really helps with that. Now, here I have a PL 259 connector, and this is a standard Amphenol solder and twist PL 259. If you see, you see here what well, we have it, we have the uh, have have the, uh, the the shaft and the barrel you screw this on to the insulation the braid gets caught under this uh, uh under, under this little piece here so that you can melt you can melt solder into uh, in, in, in through the holes and uh, and connect to the braid and then the tip the tip is hollow so if you look down there you can see the uh, this the center conductor of your coax pokes through there then you can solder that. But the biggest chore and the thing I never get right is, or at least I never used to get right, was twisting the connector onto the, um, onto the coax. And uh, it didn't matter whether it was big coax or small coax, I would never seemed to get it right. It would come out crooked. I would get pieces of braid caught everywhere. And so I was looking for a solution to that. And I finally found one and this one it happens to be made by dx engineering and yeah this is sort of a plug for them because it says it's worth plugging them they they came up with something very good and creative here this is the dxe ut uh, 80 p pl259 wrench and what we have here is a device that screws onto your pl259 and what i'm going to do here is you see this is this is the pl259 connector you can put this on top of the PL 259, as you start to screw it onto the coax. And as you went, once you get it down to the bottom, if it it's right over the threads of the PL 259, so you put the cap on the, uh, you put the cap on the coax first and let it fall down the, the coax. You can use this to screw the PL 259 perfectly onto the coax. And then once you've done that, the end pops out the center here. And you can even solder before you take it back off to make sure that everything is held in place and perfectly straight, and then you can go back and solder the braid. Now, um, to show you the whole process, I was going to make a video, but I discovered that DX Engineering had one that's about a minute and a half long. And so I'd like to share my screen, if I can do that, and I'll show you, the, uh, show you their video, which explains how to do that. So here goes.
5: How many PL259 connectors have you struggled to install? DX Engineering now has the solution for easy connector assembly. The new DXE UT80P PL259 connector installation tool is the answer to simple, high quality PL259 installations. After stripping your RG213 size cable to the exact dimensions with the DX Engineering cable stripping tool, you are ready to install the connector. First, place the connector shell over the end of the cable and slide it out of the way. Then place the connector body over the end of the cable, making sure all the center conductor strands are inserted into the center pin, and start to thread it onto the jacket of the cable. Simply thread the UT-80P tool onto the connector body until the threads bottom out. Hold the cable firmly with one hand, and gripping the neural tool with the other hand, begin threading the connector onto the jacket. Tighten the connector snugly until the center conductor wire is flush with the end of the connector center pin as viewed through the inspection port of the tool. Just unthread the tool, leaving the connector and cable ready for final soldering, a beautiful job without all the scratches and scoured metal left by pliers. DX Engineering DXE UT80P, PL259 Installation Tool Order yours now. EXEngineering.com, your source for quality communications accessories. How many connectors
2: have you And I didn't intend to, for that to play again. So well, let's see if right. I, could, I can stop the audio. And uh, there you have it. Um, again, this is a really useful thing. And one thing which they don't say in the video is that it's not just useful for PL259s. Um, PL259s, SO239s, and N connectors all have the same five-eighth inch thread on them. So if you have to put an N female connector onto a cable that's going to be carrying UHF or anything up to microwave, which I do a lot of, you can use this same wrench for that. And that has made it really worth it for me because if I want to do Wi-Fi, through uh, through any kind any kind of uh, of cable of that thickness, it's just perfect for it. So anyway, there you have it. Just a little tip. This is something you can order. You can only order from DX Engineering because again, they have a patent on it. Uh, but this is just a really useful device, and I recommend it.
0: Well, that's a that's a neat little device there to help you uh, screw that connector on. You know, when, when I do it, I I have to use pliers like a pair of channel locks and a pair of pliers because you can't do it with your hand that it gets so tight trying to you know twist it on it on that jacket there i have to use pliers to to twist that thing with so that's a neat little tool right there
1: that yeah cool, i like man. it because it's kind of a heavy weight too as you saw it's almost got a flywheel effect
0: yeah as you're yeah.
1: screwing it on so it makes that screw on much easier
0: all right, well that's uh, that's cool, man. Uh, I, I never thought about that. You know, and there's probably a lot of other things out there that uh, uh, we could use. We just don't know about. So we appreciate you bringing that to us. All right. Uh, let's see. We've got a video from Jim here. We can play in a minute. Um, hey, I want to mention a Hamfest first that are coming up here. The the ones that are uh, in the near future. Um, So we've got uh, Trenton. We've got Trenton coming up here. Um, This is in West Tennessee, just north of Jackson, Tennessee. Uh, It's probably a little over an hour drive from here, so I'm going. In fact, they've asked me to do a forum uh, there. This is their, actually, this is their first year uh, as this club, I think, uh, is putting on the ham fest. They've had other ham fests up there with different clubs and things, but this is the first year for this one. So west tennessee ham fest and swap meet it's going to be uh, march the 16th and um it's uh it looks you know it, it's close it's going to be neat and uh they wanted me to give them a um uh, a little forum and i'm going to talk about pico balloons i gave the same uh this forum uh uh up in um dayton a, a year or two ago uh, glenn i think in the big room the room that you're going to be using this year And it'll hold a lot of people. There were a lot of people in that room for that forum. Uh, But uh, we're going to be talking about... um, Let's see if I can reduce that a little bit. We're going to be talking about ham radio at 49,000 feet and how to track it with ham radio. So um, uh, that's going to be an interesting uh, topic there. Um, Hopefully (coughs) hopefully I remember everything. I got a presentation, (coughs) but... (coughs) Of course, we haven't had a flight going now uh, since December. Actually, we hadn't launched one in uh, about uh, about five about 500 days now because uh, uh, KUB uh, 113 flew 450 days, but we'll get some in the air here pretty soon. So, anyway, uh, if you're in the Tennessee area, uh, southeast Missouri, um, wherever uh, you know, Arkansas, Kentucky, you need to you need to try to get there and yeah there it is again right there so come on uh come on over for it that's on the 16th that's coming up real soon and then huh? we've got uh yeah go ahead
1: one of the things that i actually saw on one of the tables in orlando was a pair of meteorological balloons Still in the packet, I almost got yes, those cool. for you, but I figured the balloons you've got are much better anyway. Well,
0: the meteorological balloons are basically weather balloons, and they're made to go right. and pop. They're not made; they're very heavy, they're, uh, they're 900, 600, one thousand kilograms. The last one we flew like that was a uh, thousand kilograms
1: Yeah, that's and, why I uh, yeah. let it left it sit on the table.:
0: Yeah, yeah, in fact, I've got a 600 uh, uh, gram balloon here. I guess we ought to try to fly. Anyway, hey, guys, go to that. If you're in Kentucky, Tennessee, you know, southwest, uh, southeast Missouri, guys, drop on over there. They'd love to have you. I'll be doing a forum there. They've asked me to do a forum there. Uh, here's the uh, Russellville Ham Fest coming up. This is coming up.
1: Uh, March 2nd.
0: The 2nd, yeah, March the 2nd over uh, at, at, actually, it's at Dardanelle, Arkansas. That's right there on the Arkansas River right by the uh, lock and dams, uh, right just outside of Russellville, Arkansas. That's over in the western, uh, western half of uh, the state of Arkansas. Uh, it's, that's about, uh, <clears throat> that's about 70 or 80 miles northwest of Little Rock, and that's where I went to college over there, and, uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back over there, enjoy going over there, and, uh, we're going to just go to the Ham Fest. I'll take some video. We're not going to be live or anything like that, but uh, I'll take some video. When we come back, we'll, uh, we'll report. But uh, I think that'll be a good one, uh, March the 2nd. That's coming up really soon. Yeah, and, uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure
1: I'm going to be going to that one as well. Yeah.
0: If you guys know Walter, Walter, uh, you know, my pilot friend, has been on the show some. Uh, he uh, He moved from here. Uh, this past month or two, he moved to Maulmel, Arkansas, which is just right outside of Little Rock. So uh, Walter's going to come over and join us there. He'll we'll get to see Walter there too. Uh, but that's uh, that's at Dardanelle, Arkansas, uh, March second. Okay, and I think March the sixteenth. March the sixteenth, I will be at the Neshoba Neshoba Ham Radio Club here in Germantown, Tennessee, and uh, I'll be doing the uh, Pico uh, Balloon presentation uh, for them, too. Uh, so I'll be a presenter uh, that night uh, there. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll tell Walter, hello. Hey, Don. How are you doing here, Don? You know, Don, WA4YYM, he's a lucky guy. He won the CAA500 Mark II antenna analyzer this year that we gave away. And uh, we may try to do another one uh, around uh, date and time. We may try to do another uh, a prize like that, a single prize like that. I don't think we will webcast Huntsville. We may not even request a booth at Huntsville this year uh I want to walk around and visit and see things. I've never got to walk around and see things uh I want to relax and I have to get all hot and sweaty and setting up and tearing down and And all the work leading up to that we usually spend about a week uh, prior to any of these ham fests to organize prizes to get prizes to build the web pages and then we get home after it. We've got another week to get all the prizes out to everybody and so forth so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna webcast uh, Huntsville, but I will walk around, and I'm gonna get some video and interviews, and that uh, that that Tuesday, uh, probably that Tuesday night after Huntsville, will uh, well, I'll give you a report. I'll give you a report on the show, and and we'll show you what Huntsville is like. It, it, it's a great ham fest. All right. So, uh, let's do this. Uh, I want to talk a minute about, about this Bofang. You know, I've never been against a Bofang. I've heard a lot of jokes about Bofangs, but I never told people that uh, you know they shouldn't get a Bofang. They shouldn't you shouldn't buy a $29 radio if you're gonna get a ham radio. Um and I think Bofang had some issues uh, in previous years. I know people uh, ran them through the test. They they had spurious emissions. Uh, they probably didn't meet FCC's standards at that time. But since I got into playing with the GMRS, I ordered a, a Bofang GMRS handy talking. ordered two of them. Got two of these for... I think $64, so that makes them $32 a piece. And they came with, uh, each one of them came with two antennas, uh, the the short antenna and a 19-inch rubber ducky. And I've been real impressed with the quality here. Now, I'm not a bofeng guy. I I never thought I would be a bofeng guy, although I did not, uh, uh, I didn't tell you you shouldn't buy a bofeng, But... I never felt like they were the quality back then that I wanted to have uh, as a ham radio uh, operator. But this radio, to me, they've really come through. Now, it does have an FCC certification number in it. I looked it up. You can pull up uh, the uh, FCC testing. There's pages after pages, and it shows pictures of the test setup and the antennas. And the distances and the measurements, and they show everything. They tested this completely, and uh, gave this a, a U.S. FCC certification uh, approval. But guys, this thing is this thing is well built. It is solid. It it's got weight to it. It's got a nice layout. Uh, it's got uh, I don't know if you can see it or not. Look at this dual VFO on it. Look at this. Uh, and that is a, uh, that's a, I think that's a one, I thought it was a 1.9 inch, uh, screen, but, uh, that is, that's pretty sharp, guys.
2: Does the Belfang have position reporting?
0: Position reporting? even like APRS, or?
2: So, well, it's, it, uh, it's not quite APRS, but some of these have the ability to transmit their GPS coordinates, uh, using tones.
0: No, uh, I don't, these don't. Now, I think they have one with the GPS in it. Whether or not it does what you're talking about, I'm not sure. It, it might be able to do that. But, guys, this thing does a lot, man. It's even got a flashlight in it. Look at this, man. Look look at this flashlight. Look at that, man. Look at the flashlight, boy. You can't, you can't get lost with your Bofang, man. You got a flashlight and everything, but uh, it's, uh... It is a solid, cool radio, and the thing I like about it now, and maybe most Handy Talkies, I had not bought Handy Talkies in a while, it charges with the uh, USB-C. And I really never thought much about that, but, you know, USB-C is like one amp or, or better, so I can see it could charge that up. So you don't need a special charger for it or anything like that. And, um... Uh, it, they came with a programming cable. You didn't have to buy a programming cable. and uh, so the program software is free. And uh, I forget what else. but I'm pretty impressed with it actually. Now I just got to get this GMRS stuff working for all my friends, so uh, they'll have a repeater to work through. But uh, it, it's cool and it's, now it's making me consider, it's making me consider. Maybe I ought to buy just a little and I've got a bunch of handy talkies here, guys. I've even got some new handy talkies. I haven't taken out of the box, but I'm thinking maybe I should buy me a, a cheapy uh Bofane uh VHF UHF handy talkie. This in of course is GMRS, but you can put in uh any uh UHF or VHF frequency to monitor uh our scan. So um
2: does the GMRS radio also have weather? Uh, weather. This and... also
0: has weather. It also has weather on there, which is kind of cool. And uh, it's, uh, it's 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 just cool, man. I, I, I'm I'm pretty impressed with it. So you know, i, I hey, it, it makes me have a different opinion of the Bofang, uh radios that uh, that I had prior. And you know, everybody has heard the jokes before about Bofang. You know, with all the theft going on, don't leave one laying on the car seat because somebody will break your window out and they'll lay another bow in your seat. So, you know, you'd end up with two of them. And like I told my friend that ordered that ordered a couple of these, I said, you know, be sure, don't lock your door. I said, roll your window down. Roll your window down and if you leave it in a seat, maybe by the end of the week, you may have a dozen bow in your seat. But uh, I'm just kidding guys, I'm playing. I'm impressed with it. I'm I'm really impressed with it and uh it is a solid built, good weight um, handy talking. Now, um Jim, uh, Jim evaluated one here uh a couple weeks ago and we've got his video tonight. Uh he checks the power and oh, you know, I I don't remember what it's supposed to be, but this sucker puts out like eight watts. I was surprised. I thought it was a five-watt handy-talkie, but uh, I put it on a bird watt meter, and I was showing over eight watts out uh, on both UHF and VHF, so uh, that was uh, that was interesting. Uh, so Jim has uh, got one of the ham bowfangs, and we'll show that video in just a second. One of the ham uh, v- uh, bowfangs, and he has done a couple tests on it, like checking the power levels and putting it on a... I think a tiny, uh, uh, what is it? The spectrum analyzer, tiny spectrum analyzer, to see how how the uh, you know harmonics look on it. And of course, uh, the FCC says it meets all their uh, all their, their needs. So I'm gonna put Jim on. Jim, uh, guy, guys again. Jim is very uh, sick. Uh, he he may even be in a hospital tonight. Uh, he's having to have uh, transfusions almost weekly I think uh, he has uh, some type of leukemia and he's taking uh, chemo so but anyway when he does feel good he wants to do ham radio he would join us if he felt good but I'm sure he's probably sleeping right now but uh, he had a chance to make a video or two and we're going to keep keep his videos coming and uh, I'm gonna put one of uh, put his video on here where he took one of the Ham Bofangs, and let's see what he said. You know, one of the the interesting things about this, a lot of the Chinese radios, even though they say they have a FCC certification listed on a label, if you look them up, if you look them up on the FCC database, they don't exist. So those are bogus numbers. And I also also would like to say this. I have uh, bought several uh, of their Chinese mobile rigs, and my friends here, the GMRS radios bought them. They're supposed to be 25-watt radios. They do about 15 watts. Uh, these uh, retrievers I've got here are 40-watt GMRS radios. They'll do about 20. So I was real surprised to see 8 watts come out of this handy-talkie. Um, I think I think both things got a, got a winner here. So let's see if I can uh, get this video playing here for you real quick. He just makes a couple simple, uh, this is his opinion of it, and uh, uh, he makes a couple simple tests. So let me get him on here, and we're going to look at it here. Hmm. Well, I thought I was going to get him on here. Oh, yeah, I'm going to.
3: Hi, I'm Jim W6LG, your ham radio Elmer here in Rockland, California. Welcome to my radio room. Should you buy one of these? It's in the latest Ghostbusters movie. Is that good enough <laughs> For some it will be um, I don't know the answer to that yes, I bought it. It arrived a couple of days ago. I bought it from Amazon and what I'm gonna do is a series of tests and then a little investigation into um It's uh, specifications and FCC ID. Getting back to the test, um, I'm going to use uh, one of my trusty bird watt meters. If you're not familiar with this particular device, it's a highly accurate, uh, kind of expensive watt meter. It has slugs. The slugs uh, cover different frequency ranges. I've got one that will do, this one's 200 to 500 this one's 100 to 250 so I can use these slugs are 50 watts the um, transceiver doesn't put up that much power but I do want to be in somewhere in this range I uh, if the transceiver was 50 watts I'd want to go to a, a bigger slug so I'd have a better chance at uh, figuring out what the wattage is on the scale so you'd be seeing some of this if I get it hooked up right also i'm going to use a tiny s a with my little box to sample rf i'll be transmitting into a bird dummy load so the um bird dummy load is good to two or three gigahertz and 500 watts continuous Uh, that's like 30 minutes on 30 minutes off so it presents a good load for the um Uh, handheld to transmit into. If there were some SWR issues that might fall back, I don't want it to. I want it to give me the full output that it can deliver. So here we go. let's take a look at this uh, Uh 5RM. It is the Uh 5RM, and we're going to put it through its paces and see what turns up. If it doesn't pass, it goes back in the box and back to Amazon. Okay, here we go. Here goes a test of the Uh 5RM. So let's see what kind of output uh, we get with this. I'm going to test it first on 2 meters and then uh, 70 centimeters. And again, this is the Uh 5RM. Okay, that's uh, 136 megahertz. Okay. Uh a little over eight watts. One, three, nine. Three. Nine. About eight and a half watts. Okay. Um let's try
4: one. one. Five. Zero.
3: Okay, about uh, six and a half watts on 150 megahertz into a dummy load. Okay, I'm switching slugs gonna go to a uh, 200 to 500 megahertz. And at 440 it's about seven and a half watts. yeah. About seven and a, seven and a half watts, which is uh, plenty good enough. All right, Let's look at how clean the transmitter is. Uh, Does it produce a lot of harmonics? And to do that, I'm going to have to look at uh, VHF only. Um, All right, here we go. Uh, uh, 136 megahertz, about 46 dB down just in round numbers. So way more than the required 43 dB. and let's do one more test um higher up in the band so i'm going to key the thing at 156 megahertz i'm getting about 50 db down on the second harmonic Uh, each of the tests i performed on transmit was uh, more than 43 db down no matter uh, where on vhf i made the test So now let's look at the FCC approval and make sure that that's legit. Many times it's not. Well, there it is. Uh, A series of tests done by a company in the Bay Area. Uh, It passed all the tests. It says frequency range 136 to 174 approved. I'm guessing that's received and I'll dig into this some more, but there's um, pages and pages of PDF files that, that um, I, I need to read. In any case, um, it um, apparently is okay to use. Um, it has about 8 watts output. Uh, second harmonic is down, in my measurement, more than 43 dB. In their measurement, uh, about the same. So my meager, simple test—they've uh, got all the best equipment in the world—and they came up with uh, about the same numbers in terms of uh, harmonic radiation. So should you buy one? And my answer is, yeah. It's uh, for uh, where I put it. For thirty dollars, it's a, it's a bargain. Um, I don't care about the the heft of it or the shininess of the knobs or any of that stuff it just works like a transceiver as you would want it to work Uh, and for thirty dollars i paid twenty nine and change uh free shipping and same day delivery so um i'm going to call it the ghostbusters radio um this one's not busted it seems to work as advertised now the next thing i'm going to do is uh, i did get from Uh, VE6 uh, Sierra Foxtrot X-Ray. Ben, and uh, he did send one of his antennas to me, which was very kind. I'm going to try this thing out. That's one of the reasons for getting the handheld was to see if this thing actually worked. (laughs) I know it does. So um, I've got some places to hang it, like a a patio cover. Um, I don't know if I can find a tree or not you put my call sign on it and um, uh, the uh, feed point is um, I don't know if I can get this to focus or not but it is a, a BNC connector there we go a BNC connector and a, a special fitting with a couple of screws to make contact with the uh, conductive tape so I'm gonna hang this thing uh, I've got a in one of the rooms uh, there's an exterior door and it is a tall door I think it's a nine-foot door and it's glass in the middle with metal around the perimeter I'm gonna hang it in there I've got a place I can hook this on and see what happens Um, I know there's some repeaters around Sacramento I don't even know where they are uh, to be honest or what frequencies they're on there's still the one in Grass Valley I think I can uh, give that a shot from here that would be quite a haul that's maybe Well, driving is about 60 miles, but uh, airline, I I don't know how far it is. I'd have to plot it. So anyway, I'm going to test out uh, the um, uh, antenna from uh, VE6 Sierra Foxtrot Foxtrot X-ray, S-F-X, special effects, and see what happens. And I'll be using the uh, uh, Baofeng, which I didn't know how to pronounce the name, so that was the reason for me sticking in somebody saying it correctly. 73 from rockland california thanks for watching please do subscribe uh... and if you want to join the patreon thing that would be very nice too because there's some more stuff uh, like this that i'd like to uh, uh... inexpensive things that i'd like to buy and see how they work um, also i'm going to be doing a video coming up on these guys and see what uh, what happens and in fact They're often called rubber duckies, but they're really this. So I'm going to be doing some tests and um, see what the uh, return loss is, what the SWR is. Are they really resonant where they claim to be resonant? Um, Anyway, we'll find out. 73, see you later, W6LG. Hi, I'm Jim W6LG. All right, so
0: let's see. Yeah, okay. Well, so Jim, uh, he looked at, uh one similar to this the one i guess was in the handbands bands and he, it checked out okay for him so i think they're improving the uh, improving the quality of these you know it'd be interesting to see what uh, jim comes out with on those little rubber ducky antennas the problem i have with the rubber ducky antennas is every time you move them to a different test platform you're changing the the configuration of the antenna you know that that antenna may have been designed to work, and it may have been fine-tuned to work on just that handy talkie. Basically, you know the, the the ground plane or the the area of the handy talkie, and maybe even your hand on the handy talkie. You know, capacitance uh, uh, causing. Yeah.
4: I woke up this morning, you were on my mind. And you were on my mind. I got troubles, oh, I got worries, oh, I got wounds to bind. So I went to the owner just to eat. Two, three,